Welcome to Different Pieces, Different Places. I'm Sherry McMary. And I'm Carol Schwiebert. Carol, so tell me about yourself. What, how did we get here? What are we doing? What are we doing? What is this? Well, the way I see it, Sherry, is really that we're just two colleagues and, and friends who found one another and, um, you know, just the days, the days go by at the office and we really just started talking about our fashion choices. You know, you would walk by my desk area many times during the day and I would always notice what you were wearing. And likewise. And so I got to the point where I would just have to just flat out stop you and pull <laughs> you into my cube and say, what is this? Tell me about this fabulous outfit. Right? And that's exactly how I felt about you. Yeah. Um, and it's just a fun little positive conversation throughout the day. I yeah. feel like there are lots of things to complain about and you're always just a positive, positive presence. Well, and, and you're a fashion inspiration, let's face it. And because of that, <laughs> I started noticing other people around me too. Sure, sure. Um, and how they could take inspiration from you. That, let's face it, they're... You know, we all need a little help sometimes. We do. We do. You could get into a rut easily, especially with work. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So you're the inspiration for that, Carol. I just want you to know that. Well, I think it's really all about you, but I digress. You think so? Yeah, I do. I do. And I I remember this one day when we were were chatting. No, stop. We were chatting in your cube and... um, and I, I asked where you had gotten things. And you, you said, oh, you know, different pieces, different places. I did say that. And that's when I said, that's going to be the title of our podcast. Well, I said that having no idea that this is what it would become. That it would be a reality. How exciting. It's so exciting. Yeah. And so when I said that, it, I really meant, diff- I, like, it was really a lifetime of experience of just picking things up whenever I saw them, things that I liked, didn't matter where. Sure. It could be at Nordstrom Rack, it could be online, it could be at Macy's, it could be mm-hmm. at a secondhand store. Right. But you just build this. Or Fifth Avenue in New Fifth, York. Oh my gosh, Fifth Avenue. And we've all been there, right? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe some of us haven't. I, I think um, even if you haven't gone there, you should go there. I think you should just go. You don't have to spend money, but you can window shop. Sure, and sure. Look at maybe an on location podcast. I think that's in coming the up in the future. Definitely, I really do because it's it's like the the fashion mecca of the world. And actually, what I heard from a very good friend that we both work with, Bill Bartolini. Ah. Um, his significant other is in Manhattan often. Wow. And Bill. I he is the he Bill Bartolini is the ultimate fashion platter. He's not the plate. He's the platter. He opened up his suit coat one day and it said Versace on the inside, and I thought, Bill, where, oh my gosh. where have you been? I know you've been in Manhattan. And he said, my my partner was in Manhattan, but um, did you know that Columbus is actually. Um, second only to Manhattan as far as fashion is concerned. You know, I knew that. (gasps) I knew that. Here we are. Right. This whole time, we're... So this podcast speaks to that, right? I hope that Bill will listen in. Bill... Give us a listen. If you're listening in, Bill, you're going to be our first 
red carpet fashion guest. Fantastic. That's so wonderful. So my question for you today, Carol, is this. Um, when you get up every day mm. and you think about getting dressed, whether it's for work or mm. whether it's um, the weekend or maybe you're going out to a party, how do you, what's your mindset? How are you dressing? Wow. That's, th- I hadn't actually thought about that. Um, I guess my approach generally is to plan ahead, as with most parts of my life. Mm. So typically yeah. I'll, I'll come up with an outfit the night before, or if it's a big event, maybe even the week before. Um, wow. However, I did just have a holiday party and went shopping the night before the party. How did, did that work for you? It did work out. Um, okay. I don't really like to cut it that close. No. I like to plan ahead. Do you? Um, but I also like to mix things together that I haven't necessarily mixed before. Yeah. Um, just a fun little challenge. Well, you were telling me that, um, that you were trying to, instead of buying mm-hmm. new pieces recently, it was sort of an experience, a, mm-hmm. ex- an experiment, I felt like, mm-hmm. that you were trying to use what you had to make new outfits. Yeah, absolutely. And you came in with some of the cutest things. Mm. And so I think it well, that worked for you. You know, I think it did. And I think sometimes when you have like constraints or some kind of challenge, whether it's a budget or closet space issues, it actually breeds creativity because yeah. you're sort of forced to think about things in a new way and challenges your brain a little bit. I think you're right. And it's fun. And it's fun. Totally. Really, fashion is art and design, right? I agree with that. For your body, for your body type, for your mindset, everything. And I was really thinking... There's synergy there. Absolutely. But the one of the purposes of this podcast for me, if it needs to have a purpose, which I'm not sure that it does, but if it does, one of the purposes for me um, is really just to show people that they can make something really fun and special um, any given day of the week. And you you have to wear clothes anyways. You might as well enjoy them. Might as well make it um, And just, you feel better about yourself. And you should feel good about yourself. Yeah, and I was, the reason why I asked you that question, and I'll tell you the reason why. Yeah. I mean, I had thought about it, but something prompted me. Um, I heard someone at work say, I just dress for comfort. Mm-hmm. And that sort of resonated with me because I don't dress for comfort. I get up. And I have a certain mindset mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. day, and I and it may be for colors. So in the summertime, mm-hmm. I'm, I mm-hmm. love vibrant colors in my outfit. But I realize that's not for everyone, especially at work. You know, some people might sure. not like to wear bright mm-hmm. yellow or bright pink. Right. Um, and so I thought, well, I don't think like that at all. Right. So I and it honestly, it hadn't even dawned on me to dress for comfort. <laughs> That's funny. Um, it was just a complete, and it's yeah. not that I wouldn't. It was just that's not a how different you approach way it. of thinking right. of it. And right. So maybe that's something in the future too. Dressing for comfort oh, could gosh. be a podcast and how to do that. And there are some days when when your mindset is not fashion oriented. No. If you're not feeling well, or maybe no. you have little kids, or mm-hmm. who knows what's going on. Maybe you're sick, or you. Maybe you know you broke your leg, or and oh, you're gosh. and you're on the couch for a Certainly. few days, Certainly. or you had surgery, and so you have to think about your fashion choices differently. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think in the future, 
that might be something to think about. But thank you for sharing, you know, your inspiration every day because um, it will add to that whole, I guess that whole canvas of yeah. fashion and how we look at it Definitely. on a daily basis, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So now I have a question for you, Sherry. Sure. Um, I've been thinking about this the past couple of days and I've been dying to know what sort of sparked your interest in fashion? Is this something that happened when you were a kid? Did someone inspire you as a child? Did you have an experience? Tell me about that. So my grandma, Ah. she is the inspiration. So she was a single mom. What was her name? Marie. Great. Her name was Marie Clay. And she was the fashion plate. She always had, this was back when you had like the Mm. matching bag and Mm -hmm. the matching shoes. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, she had every color of shoes, bag, belt, anything there was. And she always looked killer. It didn't matter if she was going to the grocery store. She worked at the food pantry a lot and helped people. Wow, that's really cool. And her parents had a restaurant downtown Columbus. Really? What was it called? It was called Souter's Restaurant. Okay. And it was right across from the State House. Hmm. And, there, and her family ran that for many years. And when her parents were gone, she ran it. Hmm. And Carol, she would wear pumps to work every day in a restaurant. And it was really, it wasn't a fancy restaurant. It was a diner. And so the, cra- yeah. the lunch crowd, the breakfast and lunch crowd, they were really big. But she always looked great. And so... My sisters and I and my cousins, we would always like to raid her closet and go through her things. And when we were young, we would play dress up, of course, yeah. and she would let us do that. But as I got older, um, you know, I realized, wow, she's sort of onto something here. I love, yeah. you know, she feels good because she looks good. And so she would, but she didn't have a lot of money. Sure. She did, you know, she was single. And so she would go to secondhand stores all the time. That's awesome. And so, honestly, she was like the, the second-hand store queen mm. before it was like the cosmopolitan thing to do, right? Right. And it's so trendy now. It's so trendy. And so, that's what, that's my inspiration. And so, honestly, that's what, I, and that's what I do. And yeah. I've been doing it, and I have friends that we, we've been thrifting is what we yeah. say. Yeah. We've been thrifting for years. Way before it was, ever it was a hot thing. Culture did, yeah. So my grandma. That's awesome. Answer your question. I love that. Yeah. For me, um, my mom and I used to watch What Not to Wear together, mm. and we also watched this show that was on for a short time called The Look for Less with Elizabeth Hasselbeck. And I was like in junior high, so Elizabeth Hasselbeck was like the coolest person mm. I'd ever seen. And she was super put together, and she was the host of this TV show where she would take sort of like a regular everyday person and they would be given a challenge to recreate a runway look at the mall for a small budget, maybe $50 or $100 or something like that. Um, Or actually, now that I think of it, it was maybe like the challenge was to spend the least amount that you possibly could to recreate this look. Um, And I just love that concept um, because it it was so fun to watch them kind of like struggle through it and then find it and it was inexpensive, affordable, and they were really excited to put this look together. I love that idea, too. And absolutely. And similarly with What Not to Wear, 
Um, that's where I think I really learned that everyone has a different body type Mm -hmm. and everyone has a different budget and people have all kinds of things going on in their lives. And you can, you can definitely look good and feel good no matter what is going on. And that was so great to see and hear when I was just a young person. Yes. Um, and then to this day, my mom and I will even like say like that we're wearing the look for less. If we like get a good deal, we still reference that show. So it's I fun. love it. There's a lot of pressure on young people to, I mean, you know, everything's on social media. Mm-hmm. And so we see these celebrities that are million, multi-millionaires and right. they have the money to really, you know, they have couture and they have anything that money can buy. Right. And there's pressure on younger people to look that way. Totally. But they don't have those funds. Not at all. And so um, I think it's important for them to know that you can still do that. It's possible to do that and look great and feel great. And nobody knows what the label says in the back of your sweater. No. Nobody knows that. And nobody knows the size that's in the back of your sweater. Totally. Don't get ever get hung up on Mm -mm. those things because if you do, you're going to, you're going to pass by a lot of things that could really make you look and feel great. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think I read one time that Madonna's daughter, Lola, Madonna, her, you know, she has this success story. She's this, you know, very famous woman, but she didn't come from that. She, Mm -hmm. she, you know, she had to work very hard. And I think her dad was, and her mom, they were, although her mom died when she was very young, her, her dad um, was a big influence in her life too and she had to work for things anyway she understands the value of things and working hard and she actually created a clothing line with her daughter I didn't know that yeah that's um, really cool she did because she wanted younger people to understand that you know you can still look good and pay less and so totally yeah and she wanted her daughter to understand that too she that's I, awesome I read that her daughter would work uh, if Madonna was on tour, her daughter would work, you know, in the costume area and just get minimum wage. Wow. Because she, to l- earn, like, really earn went, that value of yeah, a dollar. Yeah, she wanted mm-hmm. to understand. So I think that, um, to your point, I think those shows are really, really helpful and inspiring when you're young to see that because, you know, there's all kinds of possibilities. Don't get hung up on things that you see on TV and social media all the time because it might not be realistic. And it isn't realistic. It doesn't need to be because you know what? Next season, it's out. You won't want to wear that anymore. So why did you spend all that money? It's pretty pretty goofy. And I feel like um, the Louis Vuitton handbag has become like the iconic thing thing that every blogger has and every young professional wants and buys to have. Do you have have that? I I have an imitation. I don't have that. Yeah, I have an imitation that I got for like 40 bucks on Amazon and a couple of people have come up to me and told me that they thought it was real and I'm like, it's totally not. But, and and I'm open about that. Like I don't masquerade it as a real bag. I don't. No. Um, But you know, it's really interesting. So like my husband and I are saving for our first house um, thank you. Um, yeah, and Columbus is just a really hot housing market, and we had to talk about finances, and he was like, you can buy that. If you want that, then you can you can buy it, but just know that it's impacting some of these other goals that we have, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't really feel good about spending that much money on just myself when, like, 
what about you? You know, and what about, you know, our future kids or right. the future dog that we're sure to have, you know? Like, yes. you don't want to spend all that on yourself. And if you can, then that's great. But to me, it's become less, just less important. Yeah. You know, but there, then there are some days when it is all about you, right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, that's true. Let's not forget because right. I, have, I have those days too. Mm-hmm. Um, but to keep it in perspective is important. Totally, yeah. totally. And the reason why, you know, what's your yeah. reason why? Yeah, why? And everybody's got it. Everybody's got their reasons. Yeah. So tell me about this outfit today. Yeah, sure. This is killer. And I noticed that it all ties together. Not just like mm. from your outerwear to what to, to your boots to everything that you're wearing. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. I put it together just for you and for our our, our loyal listeners. Apparel. So, <laughs> so I am wearing um, a tan plaid poncho. Um, with a really cool silver buckle and some probably faux leather leather detail. Um, and that is layered over a lace, a black lace shift dress that I had picked up at Nordstrom Rack. Um, and my ever favorite black fry boots, oh. which are just oh. so heavenly, um, so comfortable. They even, did you know this? I'm going to tell you this. Tell me. When you walk by my office, Carol, I know when you're wearing the fry boots. Because they sound They have so, a fry yeah, sound. They do. They so, do. So, I know. It's, uh, here comes Carol. She's wearing the fries today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're well, perfect. And they're a little bit of a splurge item. But for shoes mm-hmm. that are going to last you for a decade, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Are they the campus boots? They look like. They're the Melissa button. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would highly recommend them. Gorgeous. Um, but the fun fact about my outfit is that my poncho is from Walmart. And I got it for like 16 bucks. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. I love that. Yeah, I loved it so much. I saw it online. They were targeting me with an ad. And I was like, oh, wow. I am going to give it a shot and see what I think. And I think it looks fabulous. It's beautiful. I never would have I know. I would have known that. So... So you did the whole online thing with Walmart. Or I actually went to the store. I went to the store. I just figured I'm going to see it before I buy it, see about the quality. And I loved it. I actually considered buying the gray one also because I just thought it was a great so a great look. And it's it's held up really well. I've thrown it in the washer a few times. And yeah. It's not like the – it is holding up well. Yeah. It's not fuzzy it's or been anything great. like that. It's been great. And I think, you know – that's just something to keep in mind. If your budget is small, mm-hmm. then you can get a killer outfit for very little. You can. And you don't really ever can. turn your nose up at something that you, you know, think is beneath you because there's nothing that's beneath you. Well, it's something that you like. Absolutely. And it looks good on you, And right? you could just pass right by it if you thought that, you know, it wasn't good oh, enough. I'm not shopping there. I, I'm and you, you should be proud of whatever you can, whatever you can purchase. You should. You that's absolutely what I think. should. Well, tell me about your outfit, Sherry. <laughs> so, I don't have quite the story that you do, but okay. I wore this outfit on purpose today because I knew that we were going to be recording. Right. And so, it's kind of a, it's one of those weeks at work where, you know, I'm not really wearing my usual workwear because it's between Christmas mm-hmm. and New Year, mm-hmm. so we're a little bit more casual. But everything that I wore today, with the exception of my little booties here is 
um, secondhand store. So I have on a gray, like a leather, nice. gray, just sort of striped. I don't know if you'd call it a tunic, but it's, it's a cute. little longer. And then I have on a purplish, mm-hmm. sort of a zebra print really scarf cute. to go with it. And then just a pair of lucky jeans. And I and all of this was probably less than $10. That's crazy. And I think it looks pretty good. Everything looks brand new. It and, looks brand new. And then my coat mm-hmm. is, is the piece. Now, normally I wouldn't wear this to work because mm-hmm. it is a little over the top. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was a balance to the jeans mm-hmm. and just a casual mm-hmm. top today. So, um, because like this, I would say it was more like a Saturday night mm-hmm. coat. But it's just this faux fur black coat. It's fabulous. That I got at the secondhand store and it was $1.99. And it's crazy how cute it is and how well it fits you. And it also and so looks warm. brand new. Well, the thing about it is, and we were talking about this earlier, is that it actually cost me more money to have it cleaned than it did to actually buy the coat. That's so funny. So I, I think I have, oh, what was it to clean it? I don't know, $15? I mean, mm-hmm. it was under, so the whole thing was like under $20. Mm. So you are exactly right. Like, don't ever pass something mm-hmm. up um, because maybe it's not at the right store that you think it should be or um, the look, you, you might not right. think it's right. Give things a try. Totally. Branch out a little bit because you'll be surprised. And and people will notice that. And that sort of becomes like your signature style, totally. right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's a nice icebreaker, too. It is. It really is. Yeah. A coat like that's probably an icebreaker. <laughs> an icebreaker at work, anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think it's fabulous. Well, thank you. Um, and that leads me into another question. Yeah. So I am thinking about a New Year's look. And oh. I can't decide if I want to try maybe a, a secondhand option. Just go and see what they have and see if I can find something fun and create a cute look. Or dig into my closet and see if I can find something I haven't worn in a while. You could, yeah. So you, so your party, it depends on, to me, it depends on the kind of mm-hmm. evening that you're going to have. Um, where you're celebrating. Right. Um I think a secondhand store is always a good option. Totally. The thing about that is you never know what you're going to find mm-hmm. there. So you can't necessarily go in mm-hmm. thinking, I want to get a purple skirt or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to find a certain, you know, sparkly dress. You might not have that kind of look. You might, but you might not. Right. Um, then again, it could provide some inspiration too mm-hmm. um, for a, something new. The other thing is, in a secondhand store, even though, um, even though you're putting together this fancy outfit, you won't have a lot of money invested mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. So even if you wear it just once or even twice, you're good. That's so true, right? And for a dollar ninety nine, you look like a million bucks, right? Right. The other thing is, if you went into a secondhand store. You may be able to find some inspiration. You could do a combo, right? Oh, sure. So you sure. could do half secondhand right. sort to go with something you already have. I like that. And make a whole new outfit. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're heading into 2019 pretty soon. Do you have any thoughts on fashion for the new year? 
My thoughts on fashion for the new year are the same as they have they've always been, just to try new things, go to go to a new place, pick up something that you normally mm -hmm. wouldn't wear in a color maybe that you might not consider and see how you like it. And then branch out even further from there. And you'll be surprised. I love that. With great risk comes great reward. I right, love Carol? that. I think so that's this is fabulous. Fashion. Absolutely. You, yeah. I mean, you could, honestly, you could turn into a trendsetter. Totally. And um, anyone could. Anyone could. It's accessible to anyone. Anyone. Yes. That's great. my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Um, I've been spending a little bit of time thinking about downsizing my closet and maybe um, donating or um, consigning some pieces that I, I'm just not wearing anymore. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people talk about that, like heading into the new year, mm -hmm. how to do that. And um, yeah, so I might do, give that a little try and a then also organization along definitely, with that. definitely. And then also keep in mind, you know, the thrifting because I, I found a couple of really cool pieces this year um, and it's just a lot of fun. So I think... Um, as we, when you're finding these new pieces too, um, maybe we should get some visuals totally. of that and, and for our listeners. I couldn't agree more. And I also think, um, speaking of visuals, I need to take a photo of you in your awesome coat. <laughs> okay. And your, your wrap as well. Your right. poncho. I right. think we should. Totally. So everybody will know what we're talking about. Well, I think we're ready to close it out. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Happy 2019. Happy 2019.